Here we are. Good evening, Melrosians around the world. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer. I'm Tom Shampoo. And I'm Jen LeClaire. And this is Let's Talk Melrose. Melrose, a show where Melrosians talk to Melrosians about Melrose. And as usual, there's tons to talk about uh, in the bristling wow. news of Melrose this week, like every other week. But it really <laughs> actually has been a lot going on. Uh, not the least of which was, uh, but before we get into that, about the news of Top Melrose. <laughs> but before we get into that, we just uh, celebrated MLK Day uh, yesterday, uh, and some of us had a long weekend. I'm kind of curious what, uh, how everybody's holiday went, or well, who was off yesterday? I, ours is an optional holiday. We have a, oh, really? a floating holiday, so I, I took it off. But um, yeah, yeah same. Yeah. 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 So um, we're hoping to have um, Linda Apple from the Human Rights Commission on in a little bit. At some point, it's going to be a mystery as to when she star, should. Star studded. <laughs> yeah. Star studded. Um, to talk a little bit about MLK Day of Service. So um, Rosie and I went out and participated in something in the morning. We didn't make it to the evening program. So I'll be curious to hear from Linda how that mm -hmm. went. So I'll, I'll save my my banter about that till uh, till when two when Linda comes on. But it was nice. It was a nice day. Oh, she's here. She's, I was she's here. here. In the little Linda, here. <laughs> Linda attended her evening, her evening event on the arm of a, of a certain LTMM host. Oh, nice. So, uh, should we should we bring Linda on now before we get into the news? Is it to to cover the MLK well, day, or what's the plan here? I think let's uh, wait because we have other things that yeah, the Human Rights Commission is yeah. going to cover. So we get they have a busy, okay. busy, busy right. winter. So hold on in the green room there, Linda, and enjoy the M and M's in your trailer. We'll oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to share uh, over the weekend, I was in town and I got to see uh, oh, the, you. the yeah. embrace. It mm -hmm. gives you a sense of uh, scale there. Yep. Uh, quite an impressive. So if it could fit on your head is how the scale looks. Is what you're... <laughs> Look like it looks uh, well, yeah. I'm actually for I'm actually some distance <laughs> of it. So you can see people, uh, you know, uh, walking around there. And I'm not sure if I use the 0.5 mode for this or not. It looks like you did. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks even further away. But uh, the the I think so. I just found out on the news, uh, other news channel tonight uh, the, that apparently the, this is controversial and not universally yeah well-received i thought it was absolutely stunning and i think somebody did make the comment you kind of have to be there to to see it so to be able to walk all the way around and through it and you can go underneath it's i thought it was pretty amazing and pretty stunning so i would recommend folks go down mm -hmm. to uh, the boston common and check it out yeah. sometime when you're in town or even make a trip in i agree and then the other thing just to rem to remind folks or to tell folks that, that there were eight submissions i believe and this was crowd sourced like the the city voted on which um which piece that they wanted to have and this is the one yeah right. nice. yeah People... so there, was, there was a process but even even with that um no artwork or public artwork in particular is without um you know 
differing takes detractors, on it. Detractors, detractors. Opinions. And I mean, and that's fine. I mean, maybe a detractor or maybe a, a, a you know, something, a, point, a poignant observation that no one had thought about for. And that, that's that's really the, the purpose of it. So um, especially when you're dealing with works of art that are commemorating um, an icon like Martin Luther King and uh, Martin, uh, uh, Martin Luther King, and and there's you know there's history there, and and Boston has problematic history, so um, there's a lot going on there, and so I, it's fun, it's good that it's um, that people are talking about it, you know, for 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 better and worse. It's that's what it's there for, honestly. Yeah, I mean, art art elicits conversations, right? So this is this is another one of those times to have a conversation, aside from the the stuff that that some people were complaining about. Um, even some people just saying you can't see their faces, you know, there are no heads, there's no faces there. Uh, it elicits a conversation about what it is to, to um, create something to honor a, a person or two people in this case. So right. anyway, I'm with you. Yeah. Again. yeah. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Same. Yeah. But we should go together. <gasps> Field trip. Field trip. LTMM. Yeah. It- very cool. All right. So are we uh, we into the news now? Yes. I just wait. I just want to be, uh, before we get into the news, uh, my weekend also consisted of my mother-in-law's 90th birthday. Oh, wow. So happy, happy birthday. birthday happy birthday, Moo. She had uh, we had a wonderful party for her. It was uh, it was over where she lives. It was just a great, great day. She was thrilled. She's still talking about it today. Linda can talk more about this. But, uh, she just had a great time. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and thanks for, for the folks over there. Um, oh, that's great. Yes. Uh, we were also at a birthday party Saturday night, but um... <laughs> most, most of the, the rest of the LTMM crew was keeping up with the with the with the youngsters. We went we went in different directions. Uh, yeah. That's right. I know. Keeping up is, uh, is uh, maybe overstating it a little bit. Claire Martin's 21st birthday and she had help celebrating. I think all of our livers are still recovering. Wow. Yeah. Who was the last man standing? So, so like, was there, was there like, we don't a, know. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, have, off. we have yet to see uh, one of the Dugans, but um, can I just, I just actually should tell the story. To t- so that one of the places we went to was like down a little alleyway and it had a candle outside the door and next to the can, like you couldn't tell there's anything there. Yeah. Um, it said, call this number to, for them to bring you in or whatever. So there are other groups there just calling the number and not getting through or like not really convincing the maitre d' that they should be able to come in. Well, Mr. Catalini decides to text the number and yeah. he texted open sesame. <laughs> after, after asking like four people how to spell sesame. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, and they responded. They responded. Who is this? Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were already off at the next thing, but I did tell them they missed a uh, co-host of uh, LTMM. So yeah, the next wow. time. Well, Just, not to should... rub it in, but uh, you could <laughs> have been there. Lost. They're I think lost. we should try to get a table for another weekend through through you. Yeah. Now I now I need to know what's in there. Yeah. yeah okay. right, what was the place called? Uh, offsuit. Oh, yes. Okay. Offsuit. Because Yvonne's is kind of like that downtown crossing. You, you yeah. have to go through a little storefront and then suddenly it opens up into this kind of speakeasy, you know? Right, right. Carrie Nation was like that too. That's what we need. Speakeasy here in Melrose. That's, uh, yeah, it's all the rage. I was, uh, I went to one uh, with some people at work a month or so ago and it's actually a little speakeasy and then it's it's also an arcade. It was a very cool right. place. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, the difference yeah. though in this day and age, though, is it's not really a speakeasy if like you have a website, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. It defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, you know, it's speakeasy ish esque. Uh, well, there's just some gimmick to getting in. Like this other one I went to, and I'm just like looking left and right, up and down. The guy goes, "Oh, you're looking for the arcade? <laughs> it's through here." Over here, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Never gets old. Good. Oh, never gets old, and appropriately, because Sam is going to lead us off with the yes. news this week. Oh my goodness. Well, I might need some help like piecing things together because a lot has happened since yeah. last Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were still at a standstill with our teacher contract. Um, but by the end of the week, there was um, enough um, heightened activity that um, there we received a letter from our superintendent of a potential uh, impending strike which would have been either Friday or today, actually, um, which kind of set the news cameras on, again in a flurry. Um, so the news was all over Melrose again on, I think it was that Thursday, Thursday night. Um, and then Friday came and by the end of the day Friday, yes, the teachers had, the members had, of the unit had taken a vote to strike. Um, and it was, I think, uh, going to start this week, but that means that you kind of can pull people together. Yeah. I'm sorry, right. Jen. No. Yeah. So that pulled everybody together and they met on Saturday. Right? So they met on Saturday. It was a, a long day more for, more so for them than for <laughs> the rest of us who were doing other things. Um, but I did get, um, a, a message while we were out that, um, a contract had been agreed, uh, to, so that's great news. Um, and let's see, then there was a rally already planned to prepare for the strike and to, to further continue support of the community and parents and, and staff and so on. Um, so they still went through with the, with the rally, but this time it was more, um, celebratory, but also like pretty mindful that, um, what it took to kind of get us to this place. So I went to that. Um, which is pretty great. And I had um, a sign that uh, was made that said, we support Melrose educators. Um, and then uh, that sign grabbed the attention of the Boston Globe. So then the Globe was out um, grabbing quotes, which was nice. But, um, and the Lincoln Lincoln staff, they, they all made signs. So they were also in the Globe and um, kind of um, out there uh, right in front of the, of the, the crowd. But it was interesting to hear from not only uh, our the u- local union reps at the rally, but also um, three parents spoke about the impact that um, our educators have on their kids' lives. And then also kind of fo- refocusing everybody to, um, to, to the next thing. This was just getting getting over this one hurdle was just our first step. So we have to continue the conversation um, on making sure that our schools are adequately and honestly funded. So our next budget cycle um, is coming up. Conversations are starting. So we'll see how it goes. The The contract is for three years though, yeah? Is yep. That- 
right? With with pay with pay increases over the over the three years, I think three percent, three point five, three point five, I think it was, or was it? 3%? It's ten percent total for three. Yeah, years. Yeah, total over three yeah. years. Yeah. It's retroactive from for from July, and they're mm -hmm. they're planning on meeting and and ratifying it and signing it on, on Thursday. Yep. And another uh, item was as part of the negotiations was the more planning and prep time yeah. I guess, this, right? So they have that as well, which is great. Yeah, it yeah. is really good. Um, so now we have to, I think we're, uh, we'll see how things go, but I think we need to keep our yeah. Tuesday evenings free um, to continue to go back to the school committee to make sure that, you know, our I want our principals to ask for the staffing that they need. We've had this conversation here pre-pandemic way too much about going to, from the Lincoln community, but ask for what you need to run your school safely and um, and not just adequately, but like with what you feel might be the best staffing for that school, best resources, best human resources, ask for what you need. And then that should roll right up to the school committee so they can see what we really, what is it that we really need in order to run a successful school system? And then we can take it forward from there. Um, but no more austerity. I'm. We need to present a, a, an actual budget and then ask for the money that we need. That's just my two cents. So that's coming up next. I would like to learn a little bit more too about what just happened because uh, we yeah. had this unsolvable problem and it went all the way to the brink and then all of a sudden it's solved. So I'd love to know what the final negotiating points were and what that uh, means for moving forward because it will all be under a new superintendent and new you know, right. leadership. I think there's going to be potential change of school committee members. I think we change a, a few out every couple of years, and I mm -hmm. think this is an election year. So you, know, you have to be able to sustain that as a community. There has to be a, a structure bigger than, so it'd be helpful to know what, what went down uh, yeah. in a little more detail. At least I'm curious. And I'm wondering like how often this kind of thing happens where like this seems to be an impasse, nobody's able to make progress, and then it comes to the very edge and then suddenly there's there's a resolution like that it seemed like it happened in malden and other towns but much yeah. more accelerated uh this seemed to go on for quite a while because uh, that yeah. wasn't malden in the news like i don't know like five months ago or something yep. on this they, yep they did go on strike uh as well but i well we didn't actually so we didn't have to go on strike but they malden went on strike i'm not sure for how many days but it was when that when that happens it things get resolved pretty quickly. Money, money seems to appear. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm glad we're just here at this point. Yeah. And, and, you know, the money thing is the, is the thing that needs to be tended to going forward. Uh, let's, you know, let's keep track of every, every million. <laughs> yeah. And we all live near a school, one of the schools. And, you know, it was nice to see the kids walking to school this morning and uh, folks bringing their kids to school. Yeah. Yes. yes. So that was, I think that's, that's it, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Well, the other thing I just added on here. Um, so Belrose, I, I mean, it sounds crazy to say, but I'm really tired of making the news. I don't know. Um, yeah. Melrose made the news again. There was a, um, what they call it? A, hold on, a spotlight yeah yeah investigative reporting did we talk about this last no week? it's small town no, uh, secret, not on the, not on not on the air i think it came out maybe just after the show or something uh, we're talking small town, town secrets. Yeah. small town secrets there small we go town small secrets. town secrets yes 
the fire <laughs> fire station is in massive disrepair. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a five minute segment. It was actually you know pretty revealing to me to see. I mean, I've heard about this you know um, some of the public safety buildings for years, and I guess there's a, there's a new website that explains it in a lot of detail that I have not uh, been to. But this uh, reporting did yeah did not make the town. Uh, the city look good. It was a little, a little bit of gotcha journalism uh, with the yeah. mayor. Yeah. I thought, and it's this is much bigger than the mayor. This takes like a dead override and a you know a, the whole city to sort of come together and rally. Which I don't know. My guess is we had. Um, I think this was talked about in the Dolan administration, and maybe some long term planning was was underway. And I, I my guess is the pandemic. Uh, took our we took our eye off the ball, but I don't know where this stands. I know Eugenia, I think, was serving on that uh, committee for a while, and I don't know where the latest yep. stands. But the but the little news report was showing that the fire station, like on Main Street, was built for horse and buggy. It has no heat, has no air conditioning, has some structural problems underneath, on and on, dead rats and all kinds of like not good conditions. So, so I yeah. just put in the. Um the link also for the public safety building project um, that we now have a website for that as well from the public safety building committee, which yeah. Eugenia is on um, and others. And it's pretty interesting if you, if you don't have to dive that deep to trying to get, to get um, a lot of information. So, you know, we've talked about this before and I feel like it's um, a, a point to uh, address or to kind of mention here. And that is that part of the issue, I think, that maybe um, isn't captured necessarily on the news story, but it's part of the overall dialogue for these kinds of situations, is the library renovation that's happening. And I think that also felt like it was a part of the conversation. You see it online, you see it other places. Why not the fire stations? Why the library? And I just want to you know, uh, point out that it's not either or. Um, there's a way to get both of those to happen. And the library happened primarily because we had a grant from the state that was paying for half of the renovation. So I feel like it's important to mention that to folks who maybe not remember that that's a part of why the library is being renovated. And it was uh, talked about at the time. We saw yeah. some presentations yeah. that showed how that, you know, the, the debt could be serviced over across all these projects over a long period of time. So, yeah, it's um, we get a lot going on in the city. So I don't know if that helps. Uh, so I don't know if that helps. The, it probably doesn't help the brand of Melrose, right, to be on the small town secrets or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know if that helps move the conversation forward. I hope uh, well, I guess I have to go check out this website or maybe we'll have Eugenia come on or something like that to figure out. But it would be nice to know that plans are still moving forward on that yeah. but that yeah they really know the point of the little sensational story but yeah small time secrets yeah all right well we have a, we got better sequence than that i'm guessing something better than than, <laughs> than the rats um one more quick thing and then we got to get linda on here to talk about yeah. mlk day we we invited her and then left her eating all the m&ms in the green room <laughs> right. from our friend we got an email earlier today from uh, our friend Jana Jimenez with the Melrose Food Drive um, to remind us or to let us know about um, a Sunday free meals program every Sunday from 1130 a.m. to noon at Melrose First United Methodist Church at 645 on Main Street. Um, our free um, packaged fresh frozen meals that um, uh, folks can pick up if they need them. Um, those are free. There's no Melrose residency requirement. Each guest can choose three frozen meals and a homemade 
treat to go with it that's made by children from the First United Methodist Church. So that's really nice. And we'll throw nice. the link to the Melrose Food Drive up. Uh, nice. right yeah, I did that. Chat. That is really fantastic. I mean, what a, that's quite a scale for them yeah. to be able to do this every Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed. She's yeah. She doesn't cease to amaze. Tireless. Yes. Agree. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, let's bring on right. our guest. My goodness. She's had plenty of time to be in a mega trip at this point. You had plenty of hair and makeup time, Linda Apple. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my pajamas. Around <laughs> me, okay. <laughs> so jealous. So good to see you. First of all, first of all, happy 90th birthday to your mom. She's an incredible yeah. lady. Yes. Incredible yes. lady. Um, and uh, and yeah, and thanks for being here tonight to talk about all the work that you're doing on the Human Rights Commission. It's a big sure. weekend. Sure. Um, well, I don't know if any of you were around yesterday, but it was a great yep. day in Melrose. Um, on behalf of the Human Rights Commission, I want to thank everyone who volunteered. Uh, you know, it was a phenomenal effort after, I guess, three years of not being able to do this in person. Um, we, I just want to get the stats here. We completed 325 community service projects this oh uh, morning with 13 different host organizations. And, um, and just a, you know, kind of a, a snippet of Temple Beth Shalom, all the churches, the, the city, um, human rights, uh, the health and human services, follow your art and the list goes on. So or I was out and about. I was over at um, Temple Beth Shalom. Um, kids were making cards for patients at Melrose Wakefield Hospital. And I talked to lots of people who were, you know, there with their families. And it was really a great, great day. And then last evening, we had a program at the, um, the con Congregational Church. We, um, we invited a gentleman by the name of R Roland Gibson. Um, he is an activist and a teacher, educator, um, in Littleton and Harvard, Mass. And he was the Met co-director there for many years. And he spoke about his life and about his um, time as an educator and sort of paralleled what was going on in his life with MLK's life. It was, it was interesting. Um, and then he talked a little bit about like what we're doing in Melrose and sort of commending us for our opening the conversation and having these community community conversations and um, did some interactive work with us. So it was really great. And then the MLK Day Choir, which is this wonderful yeah. singing group that is kind of a amalgamation of different <laughs> groups I've seen around town. Um, they sang a couple of times and then we ended with um, We Shall Overcome. And it was just a really a great program. So thanks to uh, the Melrose Cultural Council and the um, one of our other sponsors. I'm sorry, I'm not for remembering who that is, but for supporting the the day. So yeah, it was it was great. Um, the Mass Cultural Council too. So yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, it was it's a great it, day. It's great to have it all back. Day. You know, I really want to give credit to Bonnie Clapp, um, the chair, because she and one of our other members, um, Tess Faye, um, really planned the whole day and going. Putting all the opportunities online what, mm -hmm. and sign up genius was yeah. genius. It was actually, you know, it was great. It really worked very well as opposed to everyone meeting at the 
at the church in the morning with like thousands of people trying to like launch, you know, this was much easier, much more streamlined. So again, like another silver lining to the pandemic is that, you know, we, we streamline this process and I think it works really well. So I think this, this, this is here to stay. This Yeah. I forgot yeah. that that's how it used to, used yeah. to you'd start there and then go off for your, your assignment. Yeah, it's, so yeah. much more, it's so much more convenient and efficient, less driving around. The yeah. bike bed committee will love that it's less driving around. Go <laughs> exactly. right yeah. 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 So Jen, did you say you went to one of the events yesterday? Yeah, morning? Rosie and I went to, uh, went over to the UU and sat and, and uh, heard a presentation by the commission on disability. We uh, we were interested in hearing about the, the work that they're doing. Um, and they've got, um, you know, it was, it, it was interesting to hear um, the personal stories from all the, the panelists who are on the commission. I, I didn't know um, many of them personally. Um, and then they were talking about um, two things. They have a report on um, ADA through, through all of the um, municipal buildings, like the stat, the ADA status of all the municipal buildings that they'll be uh, rolling out. And then um, another thing that they're working on, I thought this was really, really interesting, is um, sort of like a, a, a toolkit. Like if you're doing an event or um, hosting a meeting, it's kind of like a, like a tips and, and toolkit for how to um, be inclusive and how to think about um, you know, various um, ADA, not, not even ADA, ADA requirements, but also more expensive than that, like how to be accommodating and be inclusive um, and best practices in that. So I thought that was really interesting because there's also um, an arts events marketing, to, an arts events toolkit. And so I talked to the guy afterwards about sort of how we could kind of work together with those two things or like link, you know, link their resource because it's a really, really important thing to consider um, as you're planning things for the community. So I thought that was really cool to learn about. So that's what we did. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Others? Yeah. Well, um, it seems like the Human Rights Commission has now a surge in activity again, um, which is really exciting. Do you have some things coming up that you can talk about yet? Yeah, we do. Um, we have in March, we have um, the potluck, the international potluck that we have done for, I think it's we've done for years. And I remember when, you know, our kids were at Lincoln, we, mm -hmm. we did that. Um, so we're bringing that back. Um, and thanks to the Lincoln PTO. And um, we're going to work partner with the Lincoln PTO on this great event. So hopefully will that be held at the Lincoln school? It will be at the Lincoln. Yep. Um, I'll get I can find out the exact date. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. not remembering right now, but um, that will happen in March. And then in April, um, I'm working with one of our one of my colleagues on the commission on um, IFTAR, which is the, um, it's uh, during Ramadan, the, um, the month of Ramadan, um, folks who are practicing, um, you know, Muslims, um, they fast for, from sunrise to sundown. And so IFTAR is like the, the celebratory meal that you have to break the fast. And so we are having a community iftar celebration on April 8th, I believe is the date. Um, and the plans are just um, you know, in, in motion now. So stay tuned for that, but we're working on that in April. And then in, um, in June, we'll have our pride event again. And we'll also do something around Juneteenth. So we have a lot, yeah. Wow. A lot going on. Yeah, it's great. 
We have some new new members, some new you know energy, and um, Bonnie Clapp is the new chair, and so I'm I'm really pleased with the with the direction of the commission. Yeah. Very cool. That's really great. I've got. I've been to the Iftar dinner in the past, and it is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and the food's fantastic. So yeah. I yeah. highly recommend that one. And then like, the international night is has been a beloved Lincoln yeah. school Tradition. event, and I'm so happy that now the Human Rights Commission gets to take that and make it truly a citywide event, right. yeah. so that the entire city can come in and enjoy. Um, kind of all, a lot of the diversity and cultures that we have in our public school community and in our yeah. community. Yeah, so. I remember going to that event mm -hmm. at Lincoln and it was very much a, a community building event for Lincoln because um, it, it is one of the more diverse schools and it was one yeah. of the things I loved so much about it. Um, so it was that was always really, really fun. It's great to like, to circle people up around food is just the best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recall going to that event feeling like everybody who was participating was really proud to bring something from their culture, from their family, and um, and share it with other people. So it, it's, it's a spectacular experience. It really is. It was nice. Yeah. And we're going to try to make it um, have a new element where we will have um, sort of conversation prompts so th that not only are we you know celebrating the food, but also really get a chance to talk with each other. And so we'll come up with some prompts along with the um, the PTO to, you know, get people talking to each other so that you're not just, you know, sitting with people, you know, moving. I think, around that, I think that's a great uh, element. So I, I, yeah. I experienced that when we went to the, uh, the the planning commission was talking about some of the city plans and they had, you know, instead of like a traditional like PowerPoint, they had some yeah. big posters and each one you know, did prompt you with something and it, and you could, they had ways you could respond, put a dot on your favorite Dots, dot and all yeah. or whatever, yeah. but it does help get that conversation going. And that's, that's the whole point of it. So that's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I hope, I hope to see all of you at, at these events. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Right. Before you go, do you want to hear about some other cool things that are coming up in the in the in the next couple of weeks? Because there's always something good happening. You mean I can't go put my pajamas back on? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so on January on January 27th, um, the work Larry is going to host board game night. So that should be really fun. Seven to eleven. Um, anybody have anything that they that they want to see there? Favorite board game? Uh, Stratego. No, I don't know. Uh, Stratego. Scattergories. Wow. <laughs> Scattergories was always Scattergories. Uh, Bananagrams. Darts. 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 Yeah, darts. Lawn, darts. indoor darts. lawn darts. Indoor lawn darts. So that that uh, game night, by the way, looks like a lot of fun. I think Mel Landon, who runs the work, where he is trying to get like a regular thing going. So this yeah. is an experiment to come on down. Yeah. And uh, it's just a very easy to participate in who knows what's going to happen so go early and establish uh you know how you want that to go but they're the early if you want to be colonel mustard right. <laughs> in the, in, in the conservatory you want your favorite monopoly piece you gotta get with the axe <laughs> right right exactly um and then uh the very next day on january 28th um from 6 30 to 9 in real life living room stories community storytelling at follow your art uh they host some really great storytelling events this one 
uh, and it's anything goes, you can uh, show up and sign up for a five minute story. There's no particular theme and it's hosted by our dear friends, Real DeKissel and Christopher Robinson. So it should be a super, super cool fun night. So my, uh, my normal favorite story structure is of course, slightly incoherent rambling with a with a bullhorn with a and yeah and just get when people ask you know if people are unclear you just get louder or use the bullhorn if necessary but what's cool what's cool about this is they're going to do a little session at 6 30. you can go and kind of do a little workshoppy thing and talk out your ideas and then they're going to do the program and they advertise it's going to be pretty pretty laid back so it sounds like a lot of fun to go down and cool. check that out yeah yeah, I forgot about the workshop part. That is that is true. So check out this and any else, anything else cool happening in Melrose um, on the Melrose Creative Alliance uh, event listings page. You can sign up to have all that information delivered directly to your uh, to your inbox every couple of weeks. So. I got mine, but like today or yesterday, Kim? Yeah, we did it twice okay. this month. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, I think we, I just want to acknowledge, I think we have a commenter out there sort of fishing for some things that maybe aren't news. So <laughs> li like Lime bikes haven't been a thing for years. I'm not sure exactly yeah. what's happening in the comments, but. Well, I think I think the Brahma bull lives in Winthrop, uh, which was from Melrose, but that's all I got. Um, oh, okay. His, 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 pay, his wow. uh, profile is pretty locked down. Um, <laughs> all right. But yeah. anyway, he's, he's checking in. Um, so I think generally um, about rotaries, I love rotaries. I think we've discovered, we discussed that. Um, and what else did you talk about? Line bikes? I, I would love for yeah, them to be back. Line bikes weren't a thing. That was a hot topic. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I remember, yeah. 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 I yeah. miss and, them. And I rotaries, yeah. These are, they, you know, this is kind of a nice nostalgic uh, pre-pandemic. Those were the controversies. That, that's right. <laughs> Before, you know, small town secrets and, and, and yeah. you know, uh, Saturday night negotiations to close right. contracts. Weekend night, that's right. Weekend oh, my gosh. I did. The one thing I loved was, were the electric bikes. Well, we didn't get on the bikes. Well, we tried. Um, and scooters all over when we were in in Europe. And there was were... a news. There was a news article that uh, Paris is is uh, Paris is considering getting rid of the scooters. That would be that would be a shame. That would blasphemy. Uh, it was so safe, also because I like the roads were half and half. There was half cars and half. Yeah, yeah. 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 That would be I don't know if humanity has found the right solution. What I love and probably can't handle is that thing that's just a big wheel you stand on and you <laughs> see guys wearing the helmet and they go in like 25 miles an hour and you have oh, to right, balance, right. balance on that wheel and you this lights and stuff happen. I mean, it looks like fun, but I might be a little bit out of my league. I, yeah, that's too much like, for me. I have a video of you trying something like yeah. that. That's a, that's a young man's. Things. That's a young man's. That's game. a young man's game. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we did. Yeah, there was like an e-bike show or something in town that was actually super interesting. Oh, with the cars at, at yeah, the health the health fair, I think. Or was it yeah. at the health fair or something? No, maybe? it was an electric car showcase. Oh, okay, right, right. There's so many things happening in Melrose that we cover. That's right. Well, as as the reporter of the show, having to take pictures of every and video, of mostly uh, Tom. <laughs> um, juggling, have, riding a bike. Yeah, I have pretty good recall. So, yeah. All right. Now lean forward and you go. Lean forward. Yeah, you hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you got it.
So easy peasy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, you hold my hand. Yeah, you hold my hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty soon. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just the first moments. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm zooming down to the yeah. orange line. I'm all over town. Yeah. No problem. Yes. That's all it takes. More like 15 yeah. minutes later, the guy has to run beside you. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you're making your way up the hill to uh, to Melrose Wakefield. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. In the back of an ambulance. Right. <laughs> all right. That's all enough. All right. Right. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so thank you, Linda. Uh, Linda Apple, thank you so much. Thanks, Linda. Person, thank you, Linda. On whatever your motivation, your mode of transportation is, we will see you around town. Oh.